0: Welcome everybody to Stone Cold Steve Austin's favourite football podcast, the OnlyFans football podcast. We are back baby after a long while, we've been gone for a while, we had the Amsterdam special up recently which if you haven't checked it out, check it out. But we do speak about Amsterdam in this episode, in particular the Ajax Toys fan, our honorary member of the OnlyFans football podcast, Hall of Fame. We also chat about the recent games in the Premier League the, the noble ones not the likes of United Leicester that was shitty and we talk about the League of Ireland as it came back to fruition we also have our top five Premier League left backs for our only fans ultimate Premier League 11
1: My tell me this is get fucking tisty, baby. I will love it if we beat them love it there's a slice of cheese, but he goes yet. Stop I have a green. Ani cut.
0: Bardell. Eh. Uh, the fella in the green, and white short. The guys up in the joint have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done.
1: He has the goop, lad. He has the goop, lad. Get out!
0: Get out, mandrake. The reggae. To oh, 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 and done it. Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is she a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never
1: knew stuck that good.
0: What like a <laughs> well, chill, no friends.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Only Fans Football Podcast, episode 26. The Christian Eriksson.
0: The Outcast special. No. Because Roses. No, 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 no. The Christian <laughs> Eriksson, because Cran, he absolutely tore Chelsea. Sunday the weekend. Now, money messing. Right. Welcome, everybody, to the Only Fans Football <laughs> Podcast. Cran <laughs> is being wound up. 33 seconds in, we're back. Recording. Back in action.
1: Feels strange.
0: It feels weird. The it- last record was. Um, the Matthew McConaughey On March 9th
1: And it feels like A lot has changed since then Like the days Are getting longer Ooh. I'm in shorts I'm wearing shorts as, as he said It's the first time He's ever seen me In shorts today mm. no, no I don't know Jeff I don't know <laughs> <laughs> But um, Yeah A lot a, a lot of shit Is getting more expensive As well so oh, that's, that's, The that's cost what, of living's going up isn't that's it That's very annoying mm. I want to start off by saying Change Change this uh, Leo Vrakker, if you're listening, I know you love the OnlyFans football podcast, <laughs> but uh, you, you need to stop this war, man. We, we need we need our cast living back. <laughs>
0: That's the one thing you've taken from the past month of being away. In fairness, though, as, as as everyone knows, like we want to obviously naturally enough get as much content to everyone as we can, but like there hasn't been a lot of football going on. I no. know that we had the international break um, recently. The Premier League has, got, has gone into a bit of a, a mad scenario now as well because there's a lot of games like, like Gary Neville described there, Leicester, excuse me, and Man United as uh, like watching soccer <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I, I've, absolutely, yeah, I've absolutely no interest in uh, talking about that game because there's not a lot on it. But we have missed a lot. I think the international break brought a lot of kind of stories. Obviously, the World Cup draw happened and the League of Ireland was back this week. So we will get onto that eventually. But Cran, of course, before we start how have you been how have you been all this time Cran how are you today <laughs>
1: where have you been do you want to tell time? the only
0: fans Fatal um, where you now work Cran
1: I now work in the tree arena of all places so you can catch me uh, on a night in the tree arena maybe making a few drinks and I can't guarantee they'll be any good mm. but at least you'll have one and how, and how did you get, how did
0: you get that job Cran?
1: Uh I've got it off a mutual acquaintance <laughs>
0: I've taken Cran under my wing in the bar and I'm uh, delighted to have you but apart from that Cran because <laughs> we've been working quite a bit actually because the shows are coming back yeah. and we're really looking forward to you but shout out to you because we know she's listening mm. but yeah how, how else have you and how's college been because we, uh, I know it's you found it somewhat I'm not going to say difficult but it's been an intense period
1: I've got to say it there hasn't really been much going on to be mm. honest it's very college focused and academic focused it's getting serious now mm. I'm in my last few weeks, and this might even be our last record. Mm, but for we will, we will few few provide,
0: weeks. we will provide. Yeah, something, uh, there will be something going on in the coming weeks but, uh, it is getting to a crucial period of the season. But,
1: but generally now, it's 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 been hectic enough. Um, I haven't really been up to much, so I went. I tried to go out last night, and I was I was uh, rudely refused from McGann's uh, of hisro of all mm. places. A bit, they their speciality, I think. Yeah, a bit of um, we have to throw a bit of stick in there for them because I wasn't very happy about that. Um, I went home and sort of a hoof. I kicked a few electric boxes down the road. <laughs> you know, it's your one night off of the week. you, know, you, you just want to go, you just really, go in for a few you're really, hours.
0: You really showed the gals by doing that. Ah, his. yeah, they they <laughs> seen that ele-
1: me kicking that electric box. They were like, Oh, this fella here, but um, he's a loose cannon. <laughs> But no uh, you you just want to go out and enjoy yourself one night a week, and uh, it was it was uh, rudely. Anyway, How <laughs> that, that was your week? Yeah, Grad
0: Since since we've last talked, I feel like there's been a lot. As we said, there's been a lot going on. You especially like getting the new job and getting the new part and uh, getting kind of intense in college, whatever. So it has been kind of hectic that that way. Hmm. But I, I've I've recently, Grant, begun my commentary career. You say that as if you're surprised you <laughs> fucking bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, been commentating on the WNL for Shells the past few weeks and um, it's been an absolute joy. It's been an absolute fucking joy I'd say. <laughs> um first game Shells won 7-0 against Cork and then on Saturday they won um, 1-0 in the last minute against Sligo. It was, uh, it was clipped and all. It's on Twitter and everything. Oh,
1: I haven't seen
0: it yet. But yeah. well, you know what you can play it in now, When's the header, Kiva Keenan with the shot. Yes! yes, what a goal! Lovely finish by Kiva Keenan. Great ball <laughs> in from the keeper. But yeah, it's been it really good experience. Yeah, naturally enough, it's the kind of thing I do want to work as. Like we're in, where I don't want to say we're in this like industry because this is not an industry. This it's is
1: the the land of free. The yeah, land. Right? Well, for us and yeah.
0: this is boy that the commentary I have been taking quite seriously and. Yeah. Um, I get get stuff ready and all, and it, it, the the football is very good as well. The shells women team are obviously the rain champions of of the WNl, won it in dramatic style last season. On the last day, actually, funny enough as well. Um, so it's it, it's been kind of easy to commentate on because the, the football and what do you decent. what do
1: you find different in commentary that you would do here to talk about football? Would you would you sort of uh, hone yourself in a bit more? No, not necessarily,
0: because, no. especially like, shout out to Gav, because Gav was the one that got on to me about it, he was like, you don't have to talk the whole time, which yeah. you don't, because people have eyes, they're looking at the game, they can, you know, if the game's a bit of a dead rubber, like, you have to just let the game flow or whatever, mm. and we definitely said, like, get your personality across, Um, and I didn't know I sounded like Alan Partridge when <laughs> I say things, because I don't mean to, it's just the way things come out uh, in the moment, but... Sean has got herself a cup of tea here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's kind of like when you listen back to me like, oh why did I say that? But it doesn't sound bad. Um, I was getting how often
1: do you wash your towels? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was getting, I was getting, um, I was getting good feedback from it, so I do. Um, I'm gonna hopefully I keep doing. Hopefully I'm asked back again, but I think I will. And yeah, I'm very, very enjoyable.
1: George Hamilton, watch out.
0: Did you see the video of George Hamilton singing um Piano Man? Oh, I don't want to see that. Oh, it's quite funny <laughs> now at first. He's like Sing Out Song He can't really sing the song, to be honest. But um, I you know what if you remind me I'll clip that up and put it in the Instagram post
1: <laughs> Ruin everyone's day.
0: Uh, yeah, well I mean it, ru- it did ruin my day. I got a great over. But um but yeah, that's just kinda like the what I been at the past one. <laughs> <laughs> actually actually want to say something real quick right because I have on the agenda here about Amsterdam and we're going to talk a bit about it. we're not going to talk a lot about it because anyone who listened to the Amsterdam special will have heard the bulk of it I just want to reiterate, right what a city man what a lovely city the Johan Cruyff Um I that was one of the high, that was probably the highlight of my trip I'll be honest
1: yeah and shout uh, out to your man who's had his first tour there yeah Mr Baldy himself the tour guide
0: yeah yeah because yeah. I was going to induct them um, Sven, I'm gonna call him Sven. Yeah, our little friend who I gave the sick the diehard Ajax fan. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna name him Sven. I was looking at a video I had, and mm-hmm. in the video it was. Do you know the mural of Johan Cruyff? Yeah. You can hear him calling me in it. I just goes, "Hey, big boy." <laughs> he referred to me as Adam Wright so I'm, I'm calling him Sven. Um, Sven's an honorary member of the, the Only Fans Football and Podcast Hall of Fame. I think he's the third honorary member, isn't he? it's behind Divacarigi. <laughs> you're putting him in oh, yeah. I'm yeah. putting him in I don't get, he's going in yeah, well, right. you're putting him in right. but he's going in right. uh, You
1: do, not, do you not agree no I think I do agree yeah I agree.
0: I, absolutely I, I call
1: him the toy of Ajax uh, yeah the Ajax toy. toy Yeah, Sven the Ajax toy that's what we call him I'd say he
0: goes on the tour every day or every week or something. yeah I'd say he's there quite a lot is they all know him there yeah the ball fella I don't think know but the other two definitely did lovely fella And I think he put in what was beautiful about Amsterdam.
1: And a few... uh, Didn't he have a few hot takes that... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We have to... We have to spill Oh yeah. We're we're gonna...
0: Like... I mean I don't give a shit about this. But just as I was about to say. He is definitely the third honorary member. After of course the mockery for his winner against Wolves. You weren't here for that episode. Mm -hmm. That was a love in between me and Dave. And then... What's your man's name? The little Mexican fella. Jamie. Dancing to um, Nelly Furtado. He's the other honorary member. So shout out to Sven. the, The Ajax toy... The toured, I um, don't remember the OnlyFans football podcast, Hall of Fame, but, the new, remember, remember we were chatting to him beside the press oh, yeah. briefing part, and, um, he was like, oh yeah, I love uh, Ten Hag, but Ten Hag, he's going to uh, Manchester, and we were like, oh yeah, is that, like, is that definitely happening, he's like, oh yeah, definitely happening, and he's like, I mean, he seemed fucking dead, like, yeah, yeah dead serious like if you were to put a and gun this th-
1: fella was like he looked a bit of an ultra he? Yeah.
0: yeah like you could put a gun to his head and he would have said the same thing like mm. and then he was like saying to me and Cran he was like so uh, who's your oh, we should have gotten the safe cut of the week shouldn't we <laughs> fuck's sake I'm only thinking of that now so he says to Cran me and Cran he's like who's your uh, favourite uh, Ajax player <laughs> and I naturally love I was like oh I love Sebastian Haller he's like oh Sebastian Haller he's going to uh, Inter Milan for 40 million and I was like what <laughs> And he was like, Yeah, he's got he's gone, he's gone. Now, I don't know about you. I couldn't believe that at all. Haller, if you see Haller
1: the forty minute into Milan, I'd be baffled if you did. But. I I
0: might try and put a bet on that, Do you know
1: what I, mean? I I'm sure you can. It's, it'd be like Back to the Future when yeah, he goes, yeah, like, yeah. Guess,
0: yeah. We are we are the we are the black mark of <laughs> Um but that had me thinking. Because Origi, obviously, he's confirmed to go to AC Milan now. Yeah. My two favourite strikers in the world, Bobby playing Milan next season, mm. one for Inter, one for AC. That we have to go to the, the Milan Derby if that if that's happening.
1: Giroud was there for you as well, like Giroud. Yeah, I love Giroud. Yeah. He's like one of my all-time favourite players. Handsome fellow, isn't he? Yeah, and also he's just so underrated as well. But mm. um, yeah, I think you got the the Halle-air jersey as mm. well you
0: you got yourself he was seven. You got oh, a nice IX top, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, the three Xs. Yeah. What do they stand for actually, buddy? Because I remember You asked, and I wasn't there.
1: Plague, hunger, and flood.
0: All the great things life. What?
1: So, so I think it's a local thing. So, yeah,
0: yeah it's because it's, it's like like Amsterdam was built on reclaimed land. Yeah. So that's that's why the international football. Oh yeah, this happened
1: as well. This, this happened we as well. We took a little cheeky week off
0: because it was friendlies. Yeah. But I, to be honest with you, I thought the friendlies actually you know, my war were noteworthy in a sense. Oh, not that we're gonna talk at great length about it, but Ireland and anyways took on Belgium, number one ranked side in the world. It's a good
1: game of ball, I It was a
0: great game of football. Yeah. And I had, I that was my first commentary game was Shells and Cork that afternoon. And I raced over to the Aviva. I got in just as the national anthems were beginning, so I got there just on time. And I have to be honest with you, I went for Divacarigi. I'll be honest with you. I got the tick for twenty euro. I was in a decent seat now in fairness, but I got the tick for twenty euro, hoping to see a at some point. And he obviously he didn't he didn't even play. And the it's only strange know well, it's not strange at all. He played fifteen minutes of Belgium's game against Burkina Faso, so that worries me greatly um of his prospects of getting to the World Cup. But um I thought Ireland were really impressive. Like like Benny's goal is well taken. Gets the assist for Alan Brown's equaliser. Um, there's a vlog up on TikTok as well if anyone wants oh, to yeah. indulge in that
1: the brown header was brilliant
0: the brown header was lovely yeah. um, and then obviously Ireland go on to beat Lithuania 1-0 then in all game football I think there was four to out goals oh, it was very, boring. very, it very was a, boring it wasn't a great watch at all Troy Parrott to the winner in the end um, realistically speaking without being too biased what do you think Ireland's prospects of getting to the Euros are I can see us getting there. Again, this depends on who we get in the in the, in the draw. I don't know. I don't think the draw for the Euro qualifiers has, I don't think the draw for the Euro qualifiers has been done yet. Yeah. So it does kind of hinge on who we draw. But I think we're definitely playing better than what we have in a long time, and I thought the game against Bel- Belgium showed that.
1: Yeah, I'm just a bit skeptical to be honest, though, um, and I don't mean to sound contrary or whatever, because everyone's behind me the Kenny ball train or Well
0: eventually there.
1: Finally yeah. there. But I, I see lots of hype and I d do, I don't want to get ahead of her I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because I see lots of hype on TikTok and the likes yeah. of people like, oh Benny is fucking class, he plays in League One. You yeah. know what I mean? Um Yeah, no I know. Um, but I do think well, I was that, I gonna say yes yeah, I was gonna say that um if you look results wise at Kenny, the results are improving But if you look at the sides he's beaten he hasn't beaten anyone worth no yeah. True. Um The likes the Belgium game The one at Was it Portugal as well we Portugal play, at home We should have beaten them We played very well But I'd just be a bit worried That we're not getting those If we can start beating those big teams I'd say I oh, think yeah, the performance For sure, for at, sure the, at the, have the start played.
0: with Kenny It was And it was difficult obviously With COVID and things like that But there was no performance And there was no result and I think now, as the games have slowly coming a bit quicker and the crowds are coming into the game, I think you're definitely seeing a better performance. Yeah. Still, probably struggling to get result at times. The game against Portugal should have won. We should have won that game, but at the same time, it's a bit inconsequential in terms of even if we won, it doesn't lead on to anything. No, not that's not to the to deter from the performance or anything. But if if we the result means very little in that in that case. It's the same with Belgium. The result, like it's friendly, you know what I mean. And, and Belgium not having a, a great number of their players there, but I thought that I do think the performance was noteworthy in the sense that definitely much better than what we've seen from them. In terms of when Kenny started starting, and I think he's winning a lot of people over.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's refreshing to see us play a bit of ball mm. at the back as well because, like, it's so, it's so used to seeing the hoof ball. But I just, uh, I'm not really convinced yet. Mm. As I like, I, I like the style of play we're playing I like The performances we're putting in Against the big teams But when it comes to Lithuania That performance I watch it start to finish mm. It's very sloppy at times And it does worry me Like You need to be beating Those Those teams that We're more um, Competitive against mm. well, we're definitely, More convincingly Yeah In my opinion mm. Than what we are Yeah And once you start doing that That'll boost my confidence in the team Yeah but I don't I'm not I don't want to speak on the Euros until the draw is made and Yeah,
0: can't. no, that's fair enough. But so, well, I do I do think I do think the performances against Portugal in both games says a lot about the team because we could have gotten a result out of both those games, in fairness. Probably we definitely should have won the second one. The first one obviously look at Ronaldo, bit of brilliance from him.
1: it's good to see us play football. You don't want to get too excited by yeah. just yeah,
0: and I do think some people are getting carried away at the same time I do think he's winning people over. He's won three games. Um, Italy gone, not in the World Cup. We, you, this was your first shift in three, Cran. I was fuming when I got out of three. What, what, <laughs> was, what was on that night? Was it Fat boy Slim? It was Sam Fender. Sam Fender? Shout yeah. with Sam Fender, what an act.
1: Brilliant. One of the
0: best gigs I've seen. Myself
1: and Adzi were walking up the lift. I was like, oh, I got to Adzi. Um North Macedonia, after being in Italy, Adzi, they're out of the World Cup, and he was like, who cares? Yeah. I don't really
0: care. Yeah. <laughs> not when well not when they're playing it. If they're not when they're playing North Westonia. Like it's a bit of a shock that they're all. I
1: I hated it. Because I on that Thursday Ireland playing Lithuania, that would have been an Italy Portugal night. That would've been a good game of football, i mm. say. But
0: I'm not really too um fussed with Italy going now. Uh, and I'll tell you why because when in the Euros they're playing great football and it was, it was a great see. But I dunno it wasn't until the final against England that I was really like, oh, fucking! I really want Italy to win. I've just I I I've, I don't feel as as connected to them. I know you've been in Italy as well, so that's probably why you feel like that. But I'm just kind of like, meh. The last game at the World Cup that Italy have won in the knockout stages was the final
1: in the 2006. Yeah, but I suppose it's such a shock. because you know? they won the Euros. Yeah, no, that, that's um, and the brand of football they play is ugly. Hmm. That's why I like them, and I love Chase as well. What a player! So, and he wasn't—he wasn't playing these games. So mm. it's just a bit disappointing, in my opinion.
0: No, it is. It is, boy. I'm just not. It's I okay. Oh, I
1: hate ports even more though. Yeah. Well, oh, come here. Yeah, and they got through anyway. World Cup draw. After Gareth
0: Bale, sorry, I want to. want to touch uh, on that real quick. Gareth Bale. He was unbelievable in the game against the Holly. <laughs> 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 the. Um, <laughs> who were they against again was uh, it Austria
1: it was Austria it was Austria what the what a
0: goal the free kick was unbelievable but I think the second goal was better he just he just wellies it in and it was from a tough position um, Wales now look to play either Scotland or Ukraine um, whenever Scotland get the chance to play Ukraine which probably won't be I don't know if it'll be anytime soon so it could, it could well, very well be Scotland I mean, and Wales I think
1: Shevchenko said that they could feel the team hmm. in June so hmm. I reckon in June
0: so it's going to be Wales against either Scotland or the Ukraine. So you'd probably, well, I mean, I'd fancy Scotland there. I think Scotland have been playing very well recently.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'd love to see a Scotland Wales game to decide who goes through to the World Cup. Mm. I think that'd be interesting.
0: And lastly, before we get on to the draw, yeah, we're going to move down to Africa for for a quick a quick minute. It was Mo Salah against Sadio Mane and the Lasers. Oh man,
1: what was going on
0: there? Um,
1: it's very unfair I think
0: Oh absolutely But I think Salah himself Since he's come back From AFCON Hasn't quite been the same And I think that, I think There could be something Down to the Contract situation There as well um, But that game Against against Senegal I was watching a bit of it And um, Egypt were Playing out for penalties From the start So it was a bit of karma Coming into it In the end In the sense of It's like um,
1: a repeat Of AFCON fun Yeah well, That's what <laughs> it was literally what it was yeah. Um, it's very um, surprising as well um, Sorry to touch off the Egypt-Senegal game No, no It's very surprising to see Ghana get through mm. Considering how poorly they did in uh, AFCON Yeah But um, they're true to the World Cup I think Morocco are true. I think Tunisia are true. <coughs> here we go, baby World, World Cup. Cup And what are we doing here, Addy? We're just going to run through it Run through the groups real quick Yeah So Group A um,
0: Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands. All I take from that, and obviously it's probably Liverpool standpoint, is Virgil van Dijk against Sadio Mane. Um, it's not a great group, is it really? No. There's a lot. There's a lot of teams missing out and we. This is where we'll lead on to that. The, team, the our top three players who are missing the World Cup, mm. and we will lead on to that in a minute. But oh, that that group doesn't really fill me with joy. No, I don't like it.
1: Um, Group I think B. it's at this point to see Qatar take up a place as well because they're probably shy. England, <laughs> Iran, USA, and
0: a Euro playoff. Uh, yeah. So that that's between Wales, Scotland, and Ukraine. Triple tre, hell sell
1: I'd love to see Scotland get through and play England again, <laughs> like a repeat of the Euros. I kind
0: of want Wales to go through for because Car- uh, you literally
1: just said you want Scotland. No, I think Scotland will beat Ukraine. Yeah,
0: I think Scotland will beat Ukraine, but I I want Wales to go through overall. Just to see
1: See what Bale does On a World Cup stage I don't think we've seen That World Cup It's party. hilarious as well How uh, Iran are in that group Are you saying Iran
0: and America And England
1: Like We're not going to get Into the politics <laughs> of it all
0: Group C Argentina Saudi Arabia Mexico and Poland I think I think Argentina Are winning the World Cup This year
1: uh, I just with you Okay Just in general <laughs> well, here's one for you right? so the
0: only two teams to go and beating from the South American side of uh, the, the qualifying is Brazil who have 14 wins and 3 draws and Argentina who have 11 wins and 6 draws Yeah, I think Messi this is the last dance baby I don't
1: know Michael
0: Jordan style he's going to do the World Cup I think he's gone oh, back I hope so I think he's gone back to Barcelona this summer and I think he's won the World he Cup who's the manager
1: of Argentina, Argentina. Yeah, I don't know Yeah, I'd just be a bit sceptical as well.
0: Mexico as well, big fan of the Mexicans. I loved them in the World Cup in Russia. Had a Mexico jersey and all. They were my team. The game against Germany lives long in my memory. What a win! Mm. Lozano with the goal. So I hope they do well. Um, Group D: France, Denmark, Tunisia, and the icy playoff one, which is between Australia, United United Arab Emirates, and Peru. Um, I really hope Peru get through
1: there. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind seeing Australia in it again and I wouldn't mind seeing Tim Cahill play. Tim Cahill? Time. He's come back for for another World Cup at 40, <laughs> 44 years old. I oh, would fancy France
0: and Denmark get through there quite easily. Quite easily. I don't, which news, you weren't bad in the off-con actually to be fair, but I, oh, I, no. I don't think they're... like I think Denmark are a solid international side.
1: Are they on-beaten or something new Europe? Yeah. They're Scotland, like, Scotland might have beaten
0: them. Um, France as well. Oh, no, I don't think Denmark have lost the game actually. I think you're right. 30
1: wins yeah 30 points in
0: qualifying or whatever so it'll be good Um, so I'd fancy France marked there Group E Spain Germany Japan an icy playoff 2 between Costa Rica and New Zealand I want New Zealand to go through and will I tell you why I want New Zealand to go through (laughs) because there's a New Zealander playing for shells named Adam Thomas and he comes from a land down and technically and uh, I'd love to see him play the World Cup imagine that imagine him playing the World Cup would you cup. go over to see him no <laughs> I would. I not think I'd still have fun guitar but um, Spain and Germany man it's a bit of a group of death isn't it I think Japan being drawn out of that <laughs>
1: they're so good they're <laughs> so, so secretly good
0: Japan Japan coming out in that group I'd so say they're like oh for fuck's sake what can we do so group F Belgium Croatia Morocco and Canada oh it's tough the team in this group is a team I'm back and win, that I want to win, that I want to really do well. Canada, boom, love yeah. Canada, Toronto. What I see, I'm um, really it's
1: happy to see them there. It's crazy, really.
0: A strike force and of Jonathan David and Alfonso Davis.
1: Yeah, it's funny because he plays up front for Canada. Yeah, he plays left back. But it's funny to also see Canada top the Concacaf, mm. considering all the noise is always around the USA in that mm. division. And
0: Canada Like fuck it We're topping it This year mm, And the fact that USA have The phenom <laughs>
1: Christian Pulisic Christian
0: Pulisic um, Group G Who do you reckon Is going to go through In Group F Oh I'd fancy Croatia And Belgium
1: Yeah
0: it, Like That's what my head says But Canada and Belgium Is what I'm going well,
1: I hope Canada Have a have a few good games Anyway
0: Group G Brazil Switzerland Serbia And Cameroon oh, a lot of people are looking forward to this group actually funny enough I despise that group Um a lot of people on Instagram when I said which group do you like they said group G really a few people think Brazil will win it as well look I think it's probably Brazil's best chance in the years to win it
1: it's always Brazil win it though Um I fucking I despise Switzerland <laughs> okay. I just don't I don't like them
0: I love Switzerland at uh, an international tournament I'll tell you why why Sheridan Shaqiri Torns into the best player in the world at uh, international tournaments.
1: I, do, I, do, I, I remember they
0: beat France I as well in the Euros just gone.
1: They're a bunch of mountain bikes though. So. Okay. Yeah. No. they think it likes so a Shaqir, Lichtensteiner? They're all players. You <laughs> they're players you love to despise You know. Group H. Who just you um, think go through there just real quick? Um, I'd say I'd say Brazil and Switzerland. I'd say Brazil and Cameroon. Go on, Roger Miller.
0: that's right. Italian ninety. Shero. Group H. Portugal, Uruguay, South Korea and Ghana. That's L- Luis Suarez against my Ghana again. I, I really like that group as
1: well. Because it's it's a nice diverse mix of uh, continents there. I actually,
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think Group F would be my favourite group for that same reason. Yeah. Um but yeah, Luis Suarez back to Ghana. Mm. Of course. I don't know if you remember the twenty ten World Cup quarter final no, yeah. where he made a, a lovely Gordon Banks esque save to send Ghana packing. Um, yeah, it should be interesting. You'd fancy to be honest with you, this is probably Ronaldo and Messi's last World Cup, and the thought of that kind of depresses me. I'll be honest, with you. we've been lucky to live through these players, and to see Suarez up against Ronaldo is going to be something to behold. And yeah, I'm really looking forward
1: to. It. I, I, yeah, I'd fancy Portugal and Hang I think
0: Son as well, though, for Korea. Yeah, South Korea could do it. Huang, well. of course, our boy Huang. I hope you're doing South well. South Korea
1: have the strongest, uh, I think they're the strongest of the Asian teams,
0: yeah that's the World Cup draw but I, I, as we said a lot of players are missing out and most notably I suppose from Europe is Italy of course Ireland Norway aren't yeah. there Erling Haaland and um, Norway got close
1: as well mm, mm.
0: from the South Americans is obviously Chile, Chile Chile and Colombia and then obviously from Africa you have to like so Nigeria for the first time in a long time they haven't gotten through yeah. no Egypt no Mo so real quick we'll look at the Instagram first look at what people have said before we say it to give it a bit of inspiration in case see there's any matches first of all straight away Keen Moore with the Wes Hulhan shoe he's dead right away. don't know what you're talking about ah no leave Wes alone Dun-
1: leave.
0: Dunphy Dunphy loved Wes Dunphy loved Wes mm-hmm. hopefully Wes Hulhan's back in the shell He coming somewhere your mate Craig said uh, Colin Robinson bad shape <laughs> <laughs> Eno said Verratti Cialini And Luis Diaz. Hmm. And just last one, Gary says, Erling Haaland, Marco Verratti, and Riyad Mahrez, crown from Algeria, of course. We didn't say Algeria. Algeria's a big miss as well.
1: Algeria got turfed out of the World Cup. Turf!
0: So your top three players, that are missing, from this upcoming World
1: Cup. I I automatically miss uh, Italy the most. Yeah. I might put two Italy players in. It's fair enough, game. Um, I'm going to put Chiellini in Because mm-hmm. he's my He's one of my All time favourites I love that fella mm. uh, He's just That that pull on uh, Saka Iconic really Top tier shit mm. well, I only won Italy to Euros mm. Something like that um, Right but
0: my number Three grand Is Luis Diaz Columbia He's set the role, well, He's set the House off fire I wouldn't say He's quite set the World of for yet, yeah. um, But very good He's such a Direct player mm. And I actually love Colombia at the World Cup obviously they had the likes of James many a time, especially 2014 World Cup and I think Diaz I'm raising missing it. I really am because it would have been a bit crack my number two if, if you're still struggling for inspiration my number two is from Chile is Ben Brown. And Diaz of course is of yeah, course you knew it was cool um, I think it would have been a great culmination of his story um, to go to the World Cup with Chile yeah and I think a lot of Chile's old guard, like Vidal, um, Alexis Sanchez, they won't be there anymore. So it could be a while before we see Chile at
1: the World Cup again. I'm going to give my number two to Erling Haaland. I think his he, his figurehead at the World Cup, someone as big of a player as him, to be missing the World Cup is very disappointing. I
0: think Norway have a few sauce ballers as well, actually. Yeah, and Odegaard.
1: The only reason they really missed the World Cup, in my opinion, was because he was out. Yeah, during the last few qualifiers, yeah. like they would have won them easily, in my opinion. Yeah, um, and they would have finished first in that group, but yeah. it is what it is. At this point, Holland's not going to be mm-hmm. there because he is such a good player. But yeah, He's a machine?
0: Yeah, um, my number one, Khan. And you'll probably notice he's um, the Egyptian king, Mohammed Salah. I'm raging he's missing the Salah. World Cup I'm Salah. raging he's Salah. missing the World Cup
1: Yeah again it's the same with It's. A, it's, a, it's yeah.
0: a, I feel like he's too big of a player to miss out Yeah um, And I don't know what you're saying post-match against Senegal But he done kind of like a retirement speech And it was actually quite quite sad um, So he's not coming back I don't think he would be playing for Egypt again That's sad So it's kind of a sad way to go out But it is what it is Mohamed Salah is my most missed player from the World Cup, upcoming World Cup, because he won't be there, Cran. Mm. Your number one is an Italian,
1: Federico Chieva, <laughs> <laughs> What, what a player?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I, I think his potential is yet to be tapped into. And I think he has. I think the the sky's the limit for him. Really.
1: Yeah, I I I, I fell in love with that player at the at the last Euros, and it's just going to be very disappointing. Yeah. when Italy got knocked out on Thursday I was very very upset it is what it is it is what it is it is what it he's is he's always injured as well so he probably won't see him in the World Cup
0: and that's our that's our little World Cup roundup. last thing from Fucking the Italy. from the international friendlies clan and it's the namesake of this episode Ericsson got a goal on his international tournament against Holland his first touch and then I think the story of the week for me is his goal against Serbia yeah. in the place where he Quite literally, does talk talk
1: about um, written in the status yeah. and absolute and
0: poetry. And yeah, God bless Ericsson because it was horrible when it happened. We, we've talked about it before, but it was really, it was actually quite moving to, to see it happen to see him score in the place where it's quite surreal you know, like to that.
1: literally see a man come back from the dead and play football again. Yeah, no, so that's crazy. exactly what it is. It's crazy. Um, because when that white curtain was rolled out, you thought that was it. Oh, and yeah, now, now he's back.
0: Mm. And he's been quite good as well. He oh, has, yeah. It feels like he hasn't lost a step. You don't lose it. You don't lose it. It's time to move on now, Cran. Yeah. To the League Royal update. So, the last time that we will have talked about this would have been pre-Shell's and Bowls endowment when we drew one all. We drew one all with them and obviously one all with Dundalk the uh, previous Friday. That's Shells, that is. Um, in the latest update because the league only came back on Friday as I said earlier it was up in the Sligo right? the internationals were on yeah. it was up in Sligo great way performance from Shells um, Sligo didn't offer a whole lot going forward they had 6 shots to R5 Um, but I thought Shells were the much more trend side the whole time we talked to the Shells keeper kind of letting him down at times he's only a young so it's hard for him but Brandon Clark came back in with shells the more experienced keeper the better the two keepers in my opinion and he didn't put a foot wrong and he didn't look like putting a foot wrong either and I think that shows the strength of what a keeper can provide to a solid team or to make a team more solid even moving on to a team who hasn't been quite solid so far this season is Bowes, who lost 2-1 at home to Derry Um, Lane Boerth opened the goal scoring 25 minutes in but was pegged 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 back (laughs) was pegged back by uh, Ronan Boyce's goal in fifty ninth minute and it was James Akintonde in the 90th plus tour winner for Derry to win. And it's another performance for Derry where they, they've yet to lose by the way. Um but they weren't great. <laughs> they weren't really that good. Um I said the same when they came to Tolkett. They got the one nil win in Tolkien they weren't they were they didn't they didn't light the world a light at all. Um but they're winning games. Yeah. And as we've said before that's a sign of, so of, a, of a, a champion. As well yeah tough one for Bowles. Um especially because they drew one all with UCD as well you know the past five games they harps as well harps as well the past five games they've only gotten 3 points out of 15 is which is quite worrying for them you know you have to you have to give the manager a lot of a lot of rope because again he's dealing with players leaving have to bring new players in and it's a, a, a squad that's constantly rotating from it's
1: always a slow start so
0: but um they haven't they haven't been quite good um but a lot of them will be disappointed. Moving on. the Dark two, UCD Nil, Dan O'Kelly and Pa Hogan with the goals. Um Dundalk even when they came to Tolkien we we got the I think we got the one all draw. Um Dundalk went great. Pat's get a one all draw home to it Dr- again on the return. <laughs> Del Rooney got the goal early on for uh, drugs. Drugs drugs. <laughs> Who let the drugs out? Who? it was Dale Rooney with the goal that is former Shells player um, I'm kind of happy for him because I don't think he's I think he will be fine. Might, could find a hard to get into the draw of this season I don't think he would have gotten a look in with Duff unfortunately um, but I am happy for him he was, he was a good player with Shells um, and it was Dara Bourne who got the equaliser late on for Pats he kind of continued to kind
1: of do all right I'm not again it's a bit strange isn't it every,
0: every, every team apart from Derry because they haven't lost but it definitely feels like teams are taking points off each other like you look at the points that they have dropped was home to Sligo and away to Dundalk Mm -hmm. and that was early on and since then they've just they've just won games so everyone everyone else around them seems to be taking points off each other especially like we said with Sligo like that was Sligo's first loss this season on Friday home to Shell so everyone seems to be taking points off each other at the minute Um, and the last game was Shamrock Rovers beating Finn Harps 3-0 Away. Up and dunny goal. Mm-hmm. It was Andy Lyons, the ex One getting two goals. And Grey Burke made a three with a penalty. Good win for uh, Rovers <laughs> who, again, they haven't been too great so far. They've lost to Darien Patts, as we said. Drew with Sligo and Dundalk consecutively and as well. But they've beaten Bowes, they've beaten Droda, they've beaten U C D and they've beaten Finn Harpson. I, I
1: I give it three or four weeks and they'll be out in front.
0: Rovers? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Big game this week, this Friday is of course the Rings End Derby, Shells and Shallock Rovers. bows away to draw the United. St. Pat's at home to Dock And then on Saturday evening, it's Finn Harps and Derry in a bit of a derby up there. And Sligo against UCD.
1: So, yeah. that's this a Few week's bottles situation. of book drunk up north this week. <laughs> the sales are skyrocketed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hop through the Premier really quickly. Really quickly. Yeah.
0: As we said at start, the Premier League is in a bit of a flux at the minute because. There's not, like, a, a few of the games are dead rubber. So, like, the games that me and Cran are kind of want to focus on today are Liverpool beating Watford, Chelsea losing to Brentford, City beating Burnley 2-0, Spurs winning 5-1, and West Ham winning 2-1. And purely because it feels like there's something at stake in those games.
1: Yeah, there's a bit of a, an irrelevancy to the other ones.
0: Like, we look at Brighton, Drew, nil out Norwich, couldn't care less, Leeds, Well, you wouldn't me. look at that. We I would yeah. look at that as out in my back garden. <laughs> Leeds won, um, so won. Great goal from more by the way. Oh yeah. Um, I think Leeds would be alright. I don't think Leeds. I think Leeds. Are you know
1: what? I'd actually. I I think Dave said something similar a few weeks ago. I'd actually take pro I agree with him. Mm-hmm. You, you you take him even for the set pieces. Yeah. Like because at the moment Chelsea don't have a set piece specialist, so yeah. it, uh, he would be handy.
0: Um, I think Leeds would be alright. Yeah. To be honest, I don't, I'm, I've been really impressed with Mar so far, but I do think they'll be alright. Um, the Fina. Vienam guy. They have tough tough home game obviously against City coming up. But apart from that, I think I think they should be alright.
1: Thirty points, you know, they should get at least five Three
0: three one. games in hand on everything, but yeah. I can't see everything winning the game anytime soon either. Um the other games, Wolves two, Aston Villa one in um West Midlands Derby I think that's what they call it. Um
1: Wolves still going quietly well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Quietly, keep, they keep going they keep going up um, the table again. Not a lot very long ago.
1: Bit of separation between eight and nine now. Mm.
0: And then the game between Man United and Leicester, um, as christened by Gary Neville, like watching Soccerride, and all you know, it tells it's very telling really that Fred was one of the match. Okay, the Saturday morning game, Liverpool two, Watford nil. As we said,
1: what you would expect really?
0: Yeah, I, I don't think there was a whole lot. Um, I like, I don't think you would have you would have had Watford Roy Hodgson masterclass <laughs> written down forehand mm-hmm. and it didn't it didn't turn out that way and anyways Jota gets ahead early on great cross in from Gomez who was deputizing for Trent Alexander-Arnold but Ben Foster was shy for the goal he comes diving out like he gets like he couldn't have gotten I'd have gotten closer to Jota, Jota than he did he literally was he was he may as well have been cycling down the pitch hey. I knew that was coming. I knew that was cool <laughs> he was awful but he did make up for it With a save for Jota then Early on That would have would have made it 2-0 And I think Had him had it been made 2-0 then The game just would have Gotten away from Offred And Liverpool could have Probably smacked in A few more goals um, Jota gets speared Then In the second half um, Wins Liverpool a penalty And Fabinho Tooks it away To win the game bit of,
1: bit of media Hyper relay from Adzi there Ah not at all I don't think it was a
0: penalty I I, I I definitely thought it was though. Soft Liverpool wins for, by managers after 250 games Jurgen Klopp 160 Jose Mourinho 158 so Alex Ferguson 152 and Arsene Wenger 146 I think it just shows the magnitude of the job that Klopp is doing at Liverpool now, one of the best moments of the game was pretty much was um, John Franco Zola standing beside Crouch. Peter Crouch <laughs> it was genuinely it was like little and large like I think Zola was up to his knee What was that that
1: show called uh, Big Cook Little Cook Big Cook Easily
0: hurry (laughs) Um, I'll move on now Cran 3 o'clock 3 o'clock comes around Chelsea 1 Benford 4 And I just I just want to say What in the name of Jesus is going on there That is
1: shocking Um, Yeah you can You can say that you can say that twice. Um, yeah This is a bit of a strange game, to be honest. This happened before with West Brom as well. They came to the bridge and they absolutely destroyed us. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those games you'd expect to win. But um, I, I, I watched the first half. It was a bit. It was. It was fine. nil all, you know, got on the bus. Then all of a sudden, when I got on the bus, the the goals just started going in, um, and <laughs> it was one 0 Rudiger bleeding screamer.
0: What was the text message you sent me? I spent an hour at a bus stop To watch this show <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah so Rudy was going in Still on the bus Then uh, Yano's <laughs> goal went in one all, Brilliant Brilliant Two <clears throat> brilliant goals Two screamers Then you get to Ericsson's goal I'm like oh, For fuck's sake Alonso Does not track back For whatever reason And I love to skate goal, Alonso But again In this situation He was awful Like he should have Ran back to Ericsson, Uh Let him go Yanult uh, scores another goal. Brilliant ball by Ivan Tony. Um, Ivan
0: Tony, by the way,
1: what what a, what a pass?
0: What a pass! What a fucking idiot! He's come out with some shit like that we've missed, obviously, from being away.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you hear what he said on the, the cruise that he was on, or to put the team that he was on?
1: Fuck, fuck Brentford and all. Fuck Brentford. And then he comes out and says. And then
0: he comes out and says, First of all, Ivan Tony driving through the streets of Brentford. We'll get back to the game momentarily. Driving through the streets of Brentford." And he's approached by a forex trader. Starts asking him about Bitcoin and stuff like this. The fella goes, So what what do you do? I'm a Premier Premier League footballer. Oh are you yeah, who do you play for? No one exciting. Why are you sa- why are why is Ivan Tony saying these things into a phone about the club he plays for? Like I think it's scandalous. I think
1: stuff. twice is a bit it's a bit much as well. Fair enough if you do once, it. Once do it once. Film me once. Shame on you. Are we Tony fans anymore? I I I think
0: I'm not. I don't think yeah. I'm. I like I really do. I'm a big fan of Ivan Toney as a footballer. Good footballer. And I always say it, like he will look great in Liverpool red next season. He will. You can't say these things about the club you're playing for. I think it's very like very very disrespectful. And I wasn't pleased at all. But it was a great pass by Nani. Continue.
1: Yeah, and Janelt really he's contender for God of the week because there's two brilliant finishes. It was uh, with him made a four one yeah. poor defensively by Rudiger. And that was it It was just very poor performance um, We were missing I think uh, the Part of the problem was Playing 4 at the back mm. Against the 5 at the back Brentford Very dodgy um, Playing Alonso On his own Left back Exposed No left centre back Behind him Bad idea um, And then you had Reese James Who was not playing In the game Aspilicueta was playing Right back Who did it, does a job usually But I think he, For the second goal He could have done a bit better Could have got across Quicker Um and I don't think the forward back suit us whatsoever Especially playing Loftus-Cheek Who I thought was I thought Bang average in the so game So sloppy I don't think he's good enough He's not at a good for enough level for us Unfortunately For the
0: Jan-Elth goal He loses possession mm. And obviously Ball's played into Jan-Elth, Jan-Elth scores And for you're the, playing For the Jan-Elth's second goal Sorry Janelt just strolled past him mm. And he doesn't He doesn't track the runner, He doesn't Tell Rudiger or Silva To track the runner, He just lets him go I thought Loftus cheek was really, really poor the weekend.
1: Um and I don't understand why Tusha would play him alongside Kante. Two headless chickens in my opinion. Uh like Kanye, Kante's a great footballer, but he needs someone sitting beside him in my opinion. And uh, Jorginho does the job there brilliantly in my opinion. I, I, I would have started him. Um Kovacic as well came on. He he didn't look great alongside Loftus cheek I don't think you can play those style of players together. The problems probably is Loftus-Cheek but um, you know he's, he's not at the level but also playing him exposed without a sitter is, is a dangerous idea mm. um, and yeah I thought the attackers were very poor so yes for the second goal was awful defensively
0: mm. I thought the last goal of pitmoy's chance performance unfortunately mm. the mix up between Rudiger and Silva
1: yeah it was very poor mm. and it's happened before after an international break where they've come back and got spanked and it's Happened again here. I think it happened again.
0: I think there was a, the the first game that happened recently was against Sheffield United. Yeah, Sheffield won 3 0 at home after an international break against Chelsea. And then obviously, last year, Silva gets sent off against West Brom, and it leads to the demise of them in that game. Um, I think it's a blitz. Just, just, I just thought, even from the beginning, Mendy makes a silly pass straight away, yeah, and Brentford nearly scores straight away. Like, it was the game kicked off.
1: It doesn't look like they trained or prepared for the game, mm. in my or opinion. Maybe not enough. Yeah.
0: Um, um, Burnley nil, City 2. And kind of standard, City. The game was over five minutes in, unfortunately. Um, Rodri, lovely ball out to Sterling. Lovely touch by Sterling. Sterling, by the, he's doing well. He's had a very good season. I think it's probably been one of his best seasons, actually. But lovely ball over top by Rodri. Sterling, little touch to De Bruyne, who smacks it in. Great finish. And that was the game over five minutes in. I, I don't. Burnley didn't threaten once after that.
1: Similar goal by Silva afterwards. Sterling yeah. passes in again on the right side. So two assists for Sterling.
0: Yeah, and that was it. I think the big game comes Sunday, doesn't it? Liverpool mm. and City. Um, That's the one everyone's going to be watching. I don't want to say title decider. <laughs> I really don't want to say it because it is. you think. Yeah. so you think Sunday hinges on the league? I like if Liverpool win on Sunday, they're going to win the league. Is that what you think? I think yeah. Really? Yeah. I really?
1: think whoever
0: wins the game on Sunday wins the league. I'm still. I come here. I'd love that. For, I'd love for that to be the case, but I can still see both teams dropping points at one stage or another. I just have a feeling that I think, particularly Liverpool's run in is a bit more difficult than City's. Um, I can see, I can see Liverpool. I to be honest, with you, I can't see them losing the game, but I can see us drawing the game. You know, with fatigue and we're still competing on all four fronts, but. I, I don't know. I think Sunday's gonna be. It's gonna be a horrible day. To be honest, very dreary. It's it's a horrible weekend because shells have rovers on Friday. (laughs) I don't get nervous (laughs) from a (laughs) bit. Um, shells have rovers on Friday, and then Liverpool have City on Sunday. It could be an awful. It could be a great weekend, though. Fairness, but it could be an awful weekend. Um, West Ham two, Everton one. Harking back to the Lampard debate we had, it just. I was saying this in jest, right? I was saying it in jest, but half believing it. But I, I I'm still I still can't believe that we're living in a world that everything actually might get relegated. Yeah. Like it's because mental. Haven't been
1: before.
0: Mm, it's mental. Um the first goal comes from a Crestwell free kick. Good free kick. I'm not gonna say a great free kick, a good free kick. I think a keeper with long arms saves it. I think Allison saves it. I think potentially Mendy saves it. Edison saves it. I just think Pickford's so incompetent. Um, they get a goal back and anyway's through Holgate, deflected by Fournals into the goal. Um, They had a few great chances with Richarlison. He missed a fucking cert in the first half, and I couldn't believe
1: it. Should have sold him to Barca.
0: Yeah. Pickford poor for the second goal as well. Um, Antonio strikes the ball, and he just sends it back into play. And Bowen has an open goal to finish. And it's just frustrating if you're an Everton fan, because... There hasn't, been, there hasn't been that new manager bounce. like They ha- they literally have not had that. Which yeah. is it's crazy to think about. You know what I mean? Because every team gets it. Um, just the this is a stat I told you about earlier. That I wanted to get a genuine reaction to. Frank Lampard has lost the same number of games. Six. As Everton manager. As Liverpool have in the whole of 2018-19. 2019-20. And 21-22. Seasons combined. He's managed that feat in 8 games compared to Liverpool's 106. Like that, That's mental.
1: 6? How many away games? No, 6 games. In general, mm. 6 out of 8. Mm. Not great. No, but they're, they're 2 clubs in 2 different uh, stages of their progression. But everything shouldn't be where right they are. No they shouldn't But With the money spent and in,
0: No I know But that's, the, that's not the point <laughs> They shouldn't be where they are
1: Yeah you know? But I don't think That's anything to do with Lampard <clears throat> Oh it is They're like, that's, That is
0: to do with Lampard No it isn't oh, It absolutely is It isn't It's it to is. do with
1: the, the state Of where the club is No And fine. how it's run No
0: <clears> the <throat> like Claudio Ranieri lost Fucking 6-1 6-0 to Liverpool The start of season Yeah but Hodgson held us to 2-0 on Saturday In Anfield mm. You know what I mean Like a new manager bounce Is a real thing
1: Mm, I don't know
0: you're just trying to be contrary for the same it. I'm, I'm not I'm not <laughs>
1: genuinely I just don't think well, any manager would really change like ah uh, no I disagree I disagree but like how with Newcastle as well Eddie Howe came in and changed it yeah I don't I don't like I don't like this conversation move on
0: <laughs> Spurs 5 Newcastle 1 um, Hugo Lloris is, is lay frog of the week again for me Conceived a fucking Fabian free kick in what world does any goalkeeper concede a free kick from fucking Fabian Cher?
1: Yeah. Um, Very poor.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, I think it um, shows
0: how bad how bad the game was in total for Newcastle though that Matt Doherty and Emerson Royale were on the score sheet. How was, that, how was that happening for Newcastle? Newcastle looked like the Newcastle of all didn't they? They didn't look good at all here.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. Like There was a lot of cross goals in the game as well. So th- I think there was like five goals. they mm. They're just spamming crosses and scoring.
0: Mm. A goal and assist for you know. I know I'm slagging him there, but he actually has been playing well for Spurs recently. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's, that's the Premier League football. That's the weekend that was in the Premier League. Woo, Ooh, quick.
1: God of the week. God of the week, in my opinion, I'll give it to you, Arnold. Yeah, I think it was deserved as well, to be honest. Yeah, he played very well. Goal of the week. Very clinical, Brentford. Goal of the week, I'm going to give it to Rudiger. Rudiger. 40 yards out, what a screamer.
0: I'm going to give it to Aaron Cresswell. Yeah. Just purely because Pickford got absolutely nowhere near it. This fella, Ronaldo, is a cop. And our cut of the week This week is You're not going to like this Cran. I, I'm not I'm not even going to say I'm sorry to be It's real love Loftus Sheik For me Cran I know you said Max Alonso, But I, th- I thought Loftus Sheik Looked completely out of his depth He lost possession Too many times And one of the times He lost it Led to a, a Brentford goal This is going to sound harsh I just thought it was A sloppy performance In general And I just thought He was the epitome Of the bad The bad that went For Chelsea that day And it was a great result For Brentford um, It's the nature of the beast Ru Ruben off the streak from me, crap
1: Alright. <laughs> we move on to the Hall of Fame segment, Adzi. It's been a while. Has been quite, last one was, was the side uh, or sorry, the Ruby tackle on Ericsson.
0: Yeah, have Magani versus Ericsson and Brandon Williams having a spoon. And we're going to look at the results real quick. Currently, Match McConaughey's Antics is winning.
1: Which is absolutely ridiculous, really.
0: He wasn't named the episode. Fair. Uh, yeah. Who's your Hall of Fame this week for, Cran?
1: My Hall of Fame goes to Pedri for his goal against Sevilla. Brilliant. Two feints on both his right and left foot. And he buried it into the back of the net, bottom left corner. What a player, adds he. Your Hall of Fame. My Hall of Fame this week, Cran. Given, given the weekend
0: that it is Cran and we didn't even talk about my trip to OTT I met RVD do you remember the side show
1: the picture well I didn't meet there's it. so much to catch up on there's really.
0: so too much catch up on I, had, I was getting a point at OTT a couple of weeks ago Irish wrestling for anyone interested and uh, Rob Van Dam was going to the ring and I said Ah, come here get a picture and he literally just looked at me as I had a point in my hand and that was it and I met Scott well I mean I didn't meet these people I got a picture with them I'll put them in the post um, but this weekend Wrestlemania one of the best weekends of the year Two nights now Stone fucking cold Steve Austin and Came back On Saturday night One of my childhood heroes And I was absolutely buzzing I was like Kevin Keegan I would love it Love it He was unbelievable Came back Won his match against Kevin Owens And scored a few drinks Scored a few drinks With Vince McMahon then the following night With American footballer Pat McAfee Just a great weekend of wrestling And yes I am a child I'm a nerd Come what you want
1: Vince McMahon in good nick By the way As you he, as he show me a bit Before I uh... Not too yeah. good oh, You came in while I was watching Yeah A 78 year old mm. Wrestling uh, I don't know A Bit strange mm. um, But I yeah You call him the Hugh Hefner of wrestling <laughs> Stone cold
0: Steve Austin Two shouts for Hugh Hefner this week Yeah Stone cold Steve Austin <laughs> Up against Pedri <laughs> In our Hall of Fame Wow To end the show this week Ron Thanks to anyone who's still listening By the way Um we're going to finish with our top five Premier League left-backs of all time to go into our OnlyFans football podcast, Ultimate Premier League Eleven. The goalkeeper edition was on the deadline day special. Yeah, and the right-back position, back. long time ago, the right-back position was taken up by Wootweghorst. The episode, the Horst, excuse me. Um, so yeah, we're going to go with our top five Premier League left-backs. We'll probably
1: run through it a bit. We'll speed through this one. Because mm. I think it's fairly easy, this one, to be fair it would be like a Formula 1 race yeah here we go except actually under 10 exactly yeah and not bandwagon exactly speaking of bandwagon um <laughs> no, no, I can't <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 5 Auntie. I'm going to give my number 5 to Mr Leighton Baines of Everton wow and I I, I, I wow. did growing up I did rate Leighton Baines I think he was a a stakeholder in that Everton team for ages mm. Um and when they were Somewhat good under Moyes as well. So uh and Roberto Martinez. Yeah.
0: He's very good under Martinez, I think.
1: Uh I think Baines Baines was definitely one of their best players for years and then he sort of uh, petered off in the end, but I have to say I, I did relate in Baines as it. I'd say a he loves player. a point of tenants. Tenants, yeah. Or
0: I just, don't know why, I just yeah. have a feeling
1: he's not Scottish.
0: It's, it's, oh sorry. I'd say he loves a point. It's still hard to ask <laughs> My number five, Cran. <laughs> My number five left back Cran, um, thanks for asking, is Liverpool, ex Liverpool, next Fulham left back John Anarisa. 321 club appearances in the Premier League, 21 goals, 99 clean sheets, which I think is quite impressive. And I think for me, and anyways, some of his career highlights for Liverpool was uh, one of his early goals against United. He uh, scored the goal and he pulls the jersey over his head and just slides across the glorious Anfield pitch. And he got the assist. Steve G's header against Milan in the comeback in the 2005 uh, Champions League final so yeah John Anrisa for me to be honest with you all these left backs are quite relative to number one because I think we have the same one and a lot of people did as well Yeah. but um, yeah John Anrisa for me great player in his day
1: yeah he's, he's someone that he'd be like a stakeholder in that Liverpool team that was was never really reached the heights domestically but they're very good in Europe my number four it has to go to Mr. Uh, Gael Clichy Gael Clichy Bit of a bit of an outlier here But mm. I always felt growing up that he was a very good left back And he got a move to City from Arsenal mm. um, Back in the day A decent Arsenal an Arsenal that just finished fourth every season mm. um, And he got his move to City Won the league under Roberto Mancini saying, yeah. And yeah I just think He's deserving of the place in this. I think he played
0: that day against QPR I think he started that day my number four goes to ex Blackburn and Chelsea left back, Graeme Lasso um, and purely because I I I like this stat and I was going was looking at random left backs to try and put in because as I said I do think there's only one winner maybe maybe two kind of in the hunt for it but yeah. I think Lasso winning winning the league with Blackburn is it's a good stat like I think it's Blackburn of course only have one league a bit like Leicester winning the league that time obviously a bit different because Blackburn had a bit of funding at the time but I just think it's something unique that Blackburn have a league title and he was the best left back that season he was in team of the season that season and he won a league cup with Chelsea as well when he got to move to the 97-98 season and again he was in the team of the season that season as well so yeah Graeme so number 4 for me Cran you're number 3
1: my number 3 goes to Patrice Evra bit of an eccentric character um, he's a fucking agent. yeah that's as he as he was writing, I liked him as a left back. I good think player, he's very solid,
0: dope. Uh, yeah. Um, Did you ever see him eating raw chicken? <laughs> yeah. Why like?
1: yeah, sure. I, I don't know. But five league titles with Man United. <laughs> um, pretty good. Um, I always remember him being the left back for United under the the Prime Fergie years. From myself growing up, obviously there were a lot of them. And we'll speak about someone else who played under Fergie next. But uh, yeah. yeah, Patrice Evra for me, deserving of a spot in this top five. Very good left back, as I said, five league titles um, and the Champions League.
0: My number three crown, um, and I'll probably get a bit of stick for this, but it's Dennis Ehrman, mm. Man United, of course, um, under Salahsburg. Ferguson. what a player he was. Um, I think he has seven Premier League titles. Ridiculous. Um, 123 clean sheets in 328 appearances with 18 goals. Seven Premier League titles, as we said, played a part in the comeback against Bayern Munich in the Champions League final, I think in ninety nine for United, so, the famous one, just, a okay, cracking player, and he was, I think he was an Irish international as well, he's very good for Ireland, and, um yeah, just a great player, like, you can't, you can't disagree with a lot of, the likes of, seven Premier League titles, like, that's, it's unprecedented, isn't it, but but like I said before, with, um, I think I was talking about Schmeichel at the time, it's very hard for me to, claim that he's, the best left back, that I've seen because I will not have seen him. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people would put him in. I think a lot of people did put him in the boxes, which is fair enough. It's why we put the boxes out there, but I can't say in good conscience that he's the best left back I've seen. Yeah. But yeah, Dennis Aaron, cracking player.
1: Yeah, same reason for me, myself. I've put him number two. Um, as you said it all before, seven league titles, absolutely ridiculous. Um, so I've put him ahead of Evera for that reason. Mm. And even though I've seen more of Everett, mm. um but yeah, Dennis
0: Irwin. Well like like we said at the start, I do think all these left backs are, like I could have put four Alberto Moreno's and then put the no- number one that I yeah. that I think you have as well. But my number two was Andy Robertson because I think his story coming from whole a relegated whole team into a Liverpool team that had struggled in the left back position for a long time. Um with, with the likes of Alberto Moreno and Reese as well. Reese wasn't towards the end got poor. Um Robertson he just I feel like himself and Trent and we see with the likes Cancelo as well they're just changing the left back role and we talked earlier about before we came on about the comparisons to the Graeme Lesseaux and the Dennis Irwin as well I think was it Dennis Irwin? I think it might have been Irwin in terms of assists or whatever but he has 212 appearances in the Premier League 6 goals and 49 assists yeah. which is the most for any left back in the Premier League Um. It's just a mad star, you know what I mean? It's great star. He's obviously Scotland captain. He's won one Premier League, of Liverpool, a Champions League, the World Club Cup, the League Cup. Um, he could he could win. He he still could win a few more trophies this season. We don't know yet, but I think, in terms of players for the future, I do think Robertson could be, could go down as one of the most successful left backs
1: ever. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: And number one, crown we said one time.
1: Three, two, one. Ashley Cole. Cole.
0: Arsenal and Chelsea. Um widely regarded as the best left back to play in the Premier League. Yeah. Um three hundred and eighty five appearances in total, fifteen goals, thirty one assists, one hundred and forty eight clean sheets, three Premier League titles, um invincible with Arsenal. And I think you said it quite aptly, when he left Arsenal they just tore the shit. Yeah. It was a slow it was a slow decline for him Not from that moment, but you could you could pin it down to the likes of Ashley Cole leaving I don't think they've won a league since he's left. No. Um, he was unbelievable for Chelsea as well. I remember a few games where he marked one half out of the game. And yeah, he's just a fabulous player.
1: For me, Ashley Cole, one of the best there will ever be. And fantastic left back.
0: We have um, just a real quick run through of what some other people said. A few shouts. A few shouts. Um, this is got to wreck your head, but I'm going to say in that is. Your mate Craig has Mark Slans on number one. I uh, no, uh, yeah. I'm, no, not sh- sh- shows, I'm not surprised. I am not
1: surprised.
0: Um, big shout to Jerry Cullen, who has Lane Baines, fifth, Ever fourth, Dennis Ehrman, third, Ashley Cole, second, and oh, Andy, Andy, number one. He has Andy Robertson, number one, which I think is a bold mm. shout from Jerry, but one that's you know, okay, Let's could be himself. in the future, could be in the future. Gary has Ashley Cole, Dennis Ehrman, Robertson, Ever Dixon. You see. There's not a there's not a whole lot there's not a big pool of players here that you can say he's the best left back. I think no. all the ones we've mentioned are up there. Um Jack says Stuart Pearce which I think's gas. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever seen him play football, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love I love shouts from people who uh you know, everyone has their opinion. Mm. And that's that's what we do and that's what we're here to listen to. So our team our team is slowly coming together, I think. In goal for the team at the end was per check. When I thought it up was Peter check Right back was easy, it was Gary Neville. And I, I think judging by and that, that's not everyone that puts stuff in, but judging in general I think Ashley Cole will probably be the the number one. But yeah, that's this week's show. And what a bumper edition. Long what a
1: long show. Long show but enjoyable all the same.
0: And yeah, I hope everyone enjoys the show. Sorry for being a bit lax as of late. You know, we are busy <laughs> we're yeah. busy in general
1: and as soon as the sort of season wraps up we're planning on making improvements and all that Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to sit down and do that and also just a bit of housekeeping uh, I think we have a League of Ireland uh, fancy league set up oh is we have right? got yeah.
0: league league. La, 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 la. a League of Ireland fancy league a League of Ireland fancy football league set up you're dead right um, the league is named the only fans faithful <laughs> after our fans um, and the code for it is I think a lot of people joined actually the last week Lowercase C, lowercase T, lowercase V and a lowercase Z. Five seven four five and then uppercase M and uppercase R. We really hope you join the league. It's um I think the lads over at Barstellers had your man who made the league on mm. their podcast. So if you want to hear more about it, check them out of course. Yeah, that's the show this week.
1: Yeah. Make sure to follow TikTok. As he has a vlog coming up. Vlog coming up tonight, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. The rest of it, we're trying to get more active on those platforms. We will. YouTube, I have not posted the podcast in like six episodes now. Ah, sorry. But it, they will be going up rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, so just follow all them and we're hoping to make improvements. As I said, that's it everyone.
0: Take care. Look after yourselves and we'll leave it there so. We'll leave it there so. Baby. Man I-